That's right, everybody. We are back with another episode. I am your host, Thomas Woods, with my wonderful co-host, Mike Spinelli. Mike, how are you doing uh, over the past few weeks and today specifically? Um, It's been a long time since we've been together. Well, let me rephrase that. Me and Thomas have seen each other. Well, I Not even every day. We live with each other, but I haven't seen him in a while because of how much I've been in the library. But over the last few weeks, life has been going good. Specifically, the last week to weekend has been awesome for me. Um, I know it's been great for Thomas as well. And today um, has been a good day so far, doing a little bit of work, but um, this is kind of the calm before the storm, before the semester starts to truly wind down, as we're only about three weeks away from the last day of finals. Yeah, it definitely is uh, wrapping up here. The semester uh, has flown by, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's been a hectic time. I, I, I mentioned it in the intro just a second ago that, um, I mean, we are college students first. It's, it's kind of hard sometimes to make time for a podcast while also balancing everything else that life throws at us. Um, but that being said, we are back and we are here to talk about Clemson sports and uh, really just get into it. There's so much that's happened over the last little bit. We can't get too specific with any one sport, but we'll do our best to cover everything uh, in as much depth as possible. Um, I'll start off with the men's tennis. Um, hasn't been the season they were hoping for at this point in time. Uh, when we're recording, they said at 10 and 14 overall, 1 and 11 in ACC play. Um, just overall, not what they were hoping for. Um, most recently, um, they've lost a, a few uh, matches um, in a row to number 13, Boston College, uh, Virginia Tech, Virginia, Louisville, Notre Dame, um, Florida State, Miami. North Carolina, uh, is, those are the ones that we've lost. And I also just misspoke. Um, Boston College hasn't happened yet. But, yes, uh, Virginia Tech, Virginia, Louisville, Notre Dame, Florida State, Miami, North Carolina, consecutive losses. Um, not ideal uh, for a team that's, you know, trying to be competitive. Yeah, I mean, it's always unfortunate when things aren't going the right way. I'm pretty sure last time we spoke – um, we mentioned how this team, you know, started off hot against non-conference opponents and had to pick it up against in-conference. Um, clearly, that never happened. We're not going to sugarcoat this here. Um, like Thomas already said, not the season that they hoped for. But I mean, I, I don't really know how tennis works. From what, but from what I understand here, the ACC championships is a tournament style, kind of like basketball. I mean, uh, maybe Clemson goes on a run and you know miraculously wins. But other than that, I mean kind of right off this season, pretend it never happened and uh, kind of move on, look forward into the future. Yeah, I mean, I guess at this point, kind of just try to take what you can and learn from it. Um, I mean, they've played a lot of good teams. They played competitively in a lot of matches, uh, even though they have fallen in so many. Um, so I guess just trying to try to bounce back next season, learn from what you've done this year that hasn't worked and, and get back in the uh, in the training room and, and get back to work um, in the next few weeks here as the offseason gets started. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's hard to find good things to talk about when, you know, you're one in 11 in the ACC. Um, but I I think as a, it's a learning experience for a lot of these guys, they're still kids at heart um, doing what they love, really playing the sport they love. So although they're not happy with the result, I would assume um, they're ready to kind of compete and look forward and get better for next season. For sure. Uh, but that'll move us into the women's tennis side of things. Uh, they've had a slightly better season overall, 15 and 11. So they're above 500 there, but in ACC play again, struggling, they are three and 10. Um, like I said, they are better than the men record wise, 
but they also have recently gone on a little bit of a skid. Um, they lost to Florida State, Miami, Georgia Tech, Virginia uh, consecutively, and then before that had a few wins in a row. Um, but kind of similar to the men, they just can't get things uh, going in ACC play. Um, and at this point, it's kind of a similar situation uh, to the men where you just kind of don't completely write the season off, but try to focus on what you can do next year uh, and how you can improve. Yeah, I mean, I, this is a. I feel like we say this about every sport that isn't football, and we truly haven't even covered football on this podcast yet since we started in the winter season. But um, outside of you know, Dabo's Tigers down in Death Valley, um, it seems like Clemson struggles against ACC play in almost every sport, and it, it's it the, the trend continues here with both tennis teams, but more specifically, more specifically the women right now going on a skid late in the season, never good especially when you're getting right towards, you know, the postseason. Um, hope to turn it on again here in the ACC tournament, which I'm pretty sure is next week, if I'm not mistaken. No, this Wednesday, excuse me, um, starts the ACC tournament for the women's tennis uh, team. And, you know, win a few games, always nice to close out your season on a little bit of a high note. But again, uh, not not always the best when, you know, you're negative or under 500, I should say, in tournament play. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, I will point out, though, that uh, both teams will be starting uh, ACC tournament play um, here on Wednesday. The men will be taking on Boston College, which I mentioned earlier incorrectly, but they play Boston College, uh, who's number 13 nationally. So um, it'd be great to pull off an upset there. Um, and then the, the women start with Virginia Tech on Wednesday. Um, and I do want to point out the last win we have in ACC play came against uh, the Hokies um, on Friday, March 31st. So not too long ago, we beat the Hokies. Um, Hopefully they can they can do that same thing again here on Wednesday. Yeah, it's always a hope you have. Um, it looks bright, definitely looks bright, um, especially with beating them earlier in the season. Um, bragging rights over Trotter if they do win over there on um, Next Gen Hokies and over on Next Gen Athletics to plug him really quickly. But um, <laughs> um, again, always nice as the season winds down to you know go out on a little bit of a high note, get some wins, um, and what is honestly not your best season, but not the worst you could have. Going to finish over 500 regardless of what happens on Wednesday, and unfortunately under 500 in the ACC, but things could always be worse. Um, keep your heads high is all I can really say. Yeah, for sure. And we will guys, we will give you guys updates on the Twitter um, on Wednesday as those games go on. So uh, be on Twitter at NextGenTigers to find us and find any information about those games as they go on. Shameless plug. Um, but we'll be moving over to the women's lacrosse side of things. In their inaugural season, um, they have had similar struggles in the ACC, but currently they stand at 11-5 overall and 3-5 and in ACC play. So all their losses have come in ACC play. Um, but they're still ranked at this point in time. Uh, I believe they're, depending on the ranking, they're somewhere around the 17 spot nationally. Um, and so, I mean, at this point, it being their first year, uh, I think there's almost no complaints. Uh, their most recent games have been against Virginia Tech, who they beat 16-12, to 12, a loss at Syracuse. Um, 10 to 19, a win against Louisville, 19 to eight, and then a loss against a really good North Carolina team, uh, 17 to eight. So, you know, over the last four in ACC play, they're two and two. Um, not ideal, but for a first a first year program uh, to compete at the level that they have and to be ranked nationally, I really can't complain with with the way they've performed this far. No, not a single complaint with how they performed. Um, they're they're 
honestly, a top program in the country, clearly being number 17 in their inaugural season. And credit to these girls. I mean, they persevered through a lot. A lot. The ACC, like we've talked about on previous episodes, is probably the best conference for women's lacrosse. And um, even furthermore, otherwise, or other than playing just the top competition in the country, they were without a coach for a decent, decent portion, portion of the year. Excuse me. Um, Coach Qualick, unfortunately, was diagnosed with breast cancer and I know missed at least a handful of games, if not much more than that. So just being able to push through, you know, your inaugural season with major highs, but also major lows clearly has been really impressive. And I, I really give it all to these girls as they're just going out there and competing against the top teams in the country. I mean, only losing five games and those five losses, I'm pretty sure are all to ranked teams. Um, they've also had big wins against big ACC teams and it's, this season is not a failure if they don't win anything. This season is honestly hope for the future in sense of this is your first season and you're competing at this high level. Championships will be coming to Riggs Field soon enough. Yeah, I definitely have to agree. I mean, it's been a roller coaster ride for them throughout the entire year. Uh, the adversity they've gone through um, and how they've just persevered through that and continue to fight hard. And uh, I really I, I think we can speak for the entire student body at Clemson and all Clemson fans around the world and saying that we're very proud of this team and how, how much they've fought. And um, I mean, really how, how much they've impressed us and just their, their desire to win, their desire to play and their desire to put on for our program uh, and for our university. It's, it's been really special this season. And I'm really excited to see where this program goes in the next few years. Yeah, it's, it's honestly fantastic. And I'm not just going to repeat what you said, because I completely agree, but this program, and like I just said a few minutes ago, is going to win championships. It's just a matter of time. Um, I, I mean, here at Clemson, we see great success with our startup programs, and we'll touch more on that when we talk about softball a little bit later. But I, it's 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 unbelievable and honestly unprecedented to see you know startup programs, no matter how big the school is in terms of numbers, to be you know this good being being able to compete for the ACC and women's lacrosse as a first year program is an accomplishment in itself and I really just round of applause to how good this team has been this this year this season for sure and they wrap up uh regular season play on Thursday of this week on April 20th um they'll be finishing regular season play against Pitt at home um so definitely going to be supporting them in that one hoping they can finish the regular season on a high note Yes, totally. Um, but moving over to the track and field side of the things, um, I believe I might have mistakenly mentioned that track and field was over. Um, and when I said that, I was talking about indoor track and field, which is more of a winter sport. The spring sport is the outdoor version of track and field, which we have a, a much larger team when it comes to um, our outdoor track and field. And there's just more events in general. I'm not a huge track and field buff, but I do know um, that there's more. There, we have more people here at Clemson that are doing outdoor events than indoor events. Um, but their season basically started the week after the, the championships. Um, we had a few ch champions that we talked about in All-American honors and all that kind of stuff um, the last time we were here. But uh, the outdoor season started just a week later at Georgia Tech. And then our, our Tigers went down to Florida and the, the Knights in, Invitational um, against UCF and a lot of other programs were there. And then they also went out to Texas recently uh, the Longhorns hosted their own Texas relays. And then um, just recently, I think the Tom Jones Memorial meet in Florida might have dealt with some uh, some weather problems. But I think for the most part, um, they've been doing well. It's kind of hard to to judge track and field as a whole team just because there's so many individual events. But I've been keeping up with it on the Twitter side of things. Uh, 
pretty pretty often and i'm seeing a lot of people that are either having personal best a lot of people that are having uh, school records they're in the top 10 in school records or top five top three in school records and so um, a lot of people really putting on for the university and um, so over the next few weeks they'll continue their right season play before you know getting into the ACC and the nationals again yeah I mean I'll be honest here um, I am not a big track and field guy at all um, if you all knew what I looked like you could easily tell I do not run I do not run that often so um, with with track and field it, it Again, it's hard to judge. Thomas already said that. I kind of get lost in the sauce when I'm reading all these things and the team comparisons and who's doing good, who's not. I really see the individuals, and like Thomas already iterated, um, individuals are breaking personal best, which is always nice. It seems like a weekly occurrence for the Tigers here, and they're always just you know competing at a high level. So it's always good to see, always cheering on our Tigers, no matter what sport they play. But let's wrap the rest of the season up. I mean, they've gotten three more meets, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, they have one this Saturday, April 22nd, not to steal Thomas's thunder here, but I'm sure he was getting into this. They go against South Carolina at the USC Open on Saturday 22nd, then travel to Philadelphia for the Penn Relays that next week, April 27th to 29th. Um, they then go to Knoxville, Tennessee, Saturday, May 6th for the Tennessee Challenge. The ACC Outdoor Championships, and the rest of the NCAA championships happen through the months of May and June. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I'll mention this when it comes to the, the meet coming up on Saturday, it was, it's always a great thing to put on a show in Columbia for our Tigers. So definitely hoping that, um, I mean, like I said, I really don't know how to judge how a team's going overall, but it'd be great just to have a great performance from all the individuals that, that uh, participate in for comes to track and field. Um, and I'll say this also, uh, the, a great way to keep up to date with what's going on more so than me and Mike talking about it. Um, whenever we see stuff posted uh, about track and field on uh, Clemson Twitter pages, we're always quick to like it and retweet it. So if you want to keep up with, to date on news with that, again, follow next gen tigers on Twitter. Um, we're really trying our best to keep up with everything that's going on. Even if the podcasts aren't coming out regularly, we are pretty, pretty reliable when it comes to uh, our Twitter presence. So definitely give us a follow if you're interested in keeping up with all that's going on. Uh, with Clemson track and field. But moving on over to the men's golf side of things, um, they have the ACC tournament coming up here soon. Uh, I believe it is actually this weekend, uh, the 21st to the 24th. Um, but over the past few weeks, uh, they've had three tournaments since last time we talked, the Linger Longer Invitational, the Seahawk Intercollegiate, and the, St the Stitch Intercollegiate. And in those, uh, they placed fourth out of 16 in the first, seventh out of 17th in the second. And then the third one was postponed due to inclement weather. So uh, they've been playing relatively solid. If you look through all the results, um, usually towards the top of the pack, not winning anything thus far, but they're usually competing pretty well and, and putting on uh, at least a decent performance for the Tigers. Yeah, I mean, I, I consider myself a golf guy. Um, I mentioned in the last podcast, I'm happy the weather's finally nice. I think I'm finally going to hit the links this weekend. But that's enough about me because I do not compete at a high level like our Tigers do. Um, it's been an up and down year. Very strange year for this team. Um, I'm not going to rehash going all the way back to the start of the season. But just over the last few weeks since we've talked, um, I think we talked about this on the Pinehurst Invitational on March 6th to 7th. They come in last in that tournament. You know what happens. Teams have bad days. Guys have bad days. 
they rebound the next tournament at the Linger Longer Invitational about two weeks after the Pinehurst, coming fourth out of 16, and then seventh out of 17 a week after that at the Seahawk Intercollegiate. And uh, again, the stitch got um, postponed. I don't know if they're making that up or if they're just going to you know cancel that one as a whole. But the ACC championships come up in about five days here, not even four days, um, starting on this Thursday, if I'm not mistaken there if i could do math right so um always nice um i'm sure we'll have individuals definitely plays high as a team um up in the air i really don't know what to predict for this team i I, if i had to make a guess i'd say they'd be in that you know upper upper half for sure um i would even argue top five finish for the tigers here in the acc championships yeah, I kind of lean towards the same thing. A top five finish or something that I could expect from this team. Um, much higher than that, I think it just depends on how well they're doing that day uh, or I guess those days. Um, I will say one thing that kind of worries me, um, I know that the ACC championship is in Pinehurst, North Carolina. I don't know if it's the same course or not. If it's the same course as the Pinehurst Invitational, it does frighten me a little bit. Um, I know that you can have a bad day on, on the same like, – I know that, you know, Playing badly on a course once doesn't mean you're always going to be bad on that course, but it doesn't bode well for us that our worst performance of the year really um, came at the Pinehurst Invitational, and then now uh, we're playing in Pinehurst again. Um, I'm kind of hoping that it's not the same course uh, so that our Tigers put on more of a show than they did the last time they were in that part of the state. From what I understand here, and I could be wrong, um, I have it pulled up, the Pinehurst Invitational is at a different course than the ACC Championship. The ACC Championship is being held at the Dogwood Dogwood Course um, at the Country Club of North Carolina. And all it has for the Pinehurst Invitational is Pinehurst number two. I don't exactly know what that course is, but if if any of you follow college golf out there more intently and know the courses here in North and South Carolina better than me and Thomas do, um, those are the two courses that they are and will be playing at. Um, this upcoming week. So I, I'm pretty pretty um, convinced it's a different course. Um, hopefully, you know, the weather's nice. They're on their A game and finish finish this season strong, especially before the national championships or NCAA championships and regionals over the course of May. Yeah, I also want to point out real quick, you mentioned that you're kind of a golfer yourself. I've tried golfing recently, and I have so much respect for good golfers. Um, I've played my first two rounds of golf recently, and I am just not good at it. Um, it's a very hard sport to play. So I just want to give my respect to these guys that are playing at such a high level. Um, even if we talk about, you know, them having a bad performance, I know for a fact that they are <laughs> leaps and bounds better than I will ever be. So, um, yeah, golf is a tough, tough sport. Exactly. Their, their best their or their worst performances are I, I can confidently say they're definitely better than my best performances. Um, and anyone who casually golfs knows that. I mean, it's j- even just watching college golf and um, and not to, you know, touch upon the professional world too much, but the Masters being about a week ago, um, it was wild to see amateur. I think his name was Sam Bennett, who mm-hmm. looks a lot like Dabo Sweeney, not going to lie, um, compete at such a high level, finished under par. I think it was two or three under par at the Masters. It's just unbelievable. I mean, that's it, it, that's your that's. That's where you want to be. If you're a competitive golfer, that's that's the main stage. And as an amateur, for him to perform like that was unbelievable. It's a hard sport for anyone who doesn't believe me. It's hard. Um, looks a lot easier than it really is. But to, to stop my tangent here, to keep us rolling along, um, yeah, credit to the credit to the dudes um, on the Tigers golf team because you know 
although we say they might have a poor performance, it really is way better than the average guy. For sure. And uh, speaking of credit to our golf teams, uh, I I put out on the Twitter recently, but I'll say it again. Um, The ACC, you know, we've kind of touched about how we've had some rough seasons from different sports, but the ACC at the end of the day still runs through Clemson, South Carolina. I don't care what anybody says. Um, the women's golf team brought home the ACC championship uh, here just over the weekend. Um, and man, it's just an awesome feeling. I, I know, especially for those girls, but just as a Clemson fan in general, Clemson student to know that uh, we're still competing for ACC championships uh, all the time. They, they took down, oh, man, I think, I think they took down Duke. I want to say. I think I think I I think you're right about that one. If I if I, I remember correctly, I, I want to say it was Duke that we took down. Uh, I'm going to check that real quick to make sure I'm right. But uh, yeah, just a great feeling to to win another another Clemson championship. Oh no, sorry, it was Virginia in the in the championship. My fault. It was it was Virginia. We beat Duke early in the day. We beat Virginia to win the 2023 ACC championship. And honestly, just what a feeling! What a great story for these girls. Yeah. Um, their season kind of wraps up quicker than the men's do or men's does. I should say um, they're headed to the NCAA regionals um, in the beginning of May, right after finals ends for us. And um, congratulations. Um, me and Thomas talk about this all the time about, you know, another Clemson championship, ACC, whatever you want to call the conference. And um, not that we were worried, <laughs> but um, we uh, saw a lack of championships up until this point um, outside of football if I'm not mistaken, I don't think we had any. It's always nice to see another team win. And um, again, just keep on trucking along as the spring seasons start to come to a close. Congratulations to the ladies of the women's golf team. Yeah, and I'll also say they didn't have the greatest regular season. Um, they didn't really win any invitationals or anything like that. Uh, but at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. If you're winning, if you're winning in postseason play, Regular season doesn't matter at that point. And so um, they weren't bad by any any stretch of the imagination. They were finishing the top portion of most invitations, but they just didn't win any. And so for them to step into the ACC play when it matters, you know, the most it has mattered all season, when it's the biggest uh, stage they played on, and for them to step up and win it, um, really impressive. Great season from them so far. And hope that they continue their success at the NCAA originals uh, coming up May 8th through 10th. Yeah, exactly. They weren't the best performing team all season. Still very good. They never won a tournament, um, to my knowledge, this season. The highest they finished was their first one. Um, I think it was the Charleston Classic or Cougar Classic, something like that, um, hosted by the College of Charleston uh, and during their first tournament of the season or first invitational of the season. So it's always nice to see um, a team start strong and finish strong. So again, congratulations to the women's golf team. For sure. And uh, that'll move us on over to Clemson baseball. And I'll say I'm glad that we waited as long as we did to record for the sole purpose of talking about Clemson baseball. Um, They had me scared for a little while, but I'll give a quick update on what their record looking like. Um, Currently sitting at 22 and 15 and six and nine in ACC play. Um, Those numbers don't stand out as being anything uh, too impressive. Honestly, that kind of sounds bad just throwing it out there. But uh, the reason I'm optimistic and the reason I'm happy that we waited this long is because of the way they've played uh, as of, as of very recently. Um, so I'll start with last weekend. Um, well, I'll start with that last week, actually. On Tuesday, they played a ranked Coastal Carolina team um, and beat them 16-6 to six in seven innings. Uh, they got mercy ruled. So we they won that game big. 
they went down to Tallahassee that weekend, lost game one, but then won the next two. So they, they beat uh, they beat Florida State in a series two to one. Then this week, uh, this most recent week, they went to Athens, Georgia in the border war and won that one uh, eight to one. And then this week hosted Notre Dame and won that series as well, two to one. So um, a team that had kind of struggled, honestly, um, against most ACC teams and really just struggled against teams in general. Um, it's back just first year. We didn't expect too, too much, but we expect a lot of Clemson fans expect a little bit more than this. Um, and so to, to see them kind of right in the ship at this point in the season is a very encouraging thing to see. Struggle um, is an understatement over the last two seasons with this team, especially in ACC play. Um, we, or as, uh, you know, as a team, um, with the new coach this year, we were expecting, you know, bigger and better things. We were hoping to get back on top. And um, if anyone, and I'm assuming most people who listen to this podcast do follow up with Clemson Twitter in the slightest, um, it's always mentioned that, imagine telling someone five, six, ten years ago even, that Clemson baseball and Florida State baseball would be at the bottom of the conference. And um, it looks like that's starting to turn around, for Clemson at least. I don't care about the Seminoles. Um down there in Tallahassee. They could stay at the bottom for all I care. Um, I mean, I'm not going to sugarcoat it again. I, it's, I don't want them to win. I don't like those people down there. So, um, but for the Tigers here, this season, it's really starting to turn around. Um, two huge series wins against uh, against two ACC opponents. Uh, a nice win against, you know, Georgia is always nice. Nice to win that border war whenever we can. And it, it it really is turning around here, and it's wild to say. I mean, they have a big test this upcoming weekend against NC State. They're usually a great team. They almost won the championship a few years ago, but kind of got screwed out of that through the COVID regulations. And uh, all they are, the thing with you don't have to win every game. And I think people get lost in the numbers with that. You know, a team loses X amount of games, and they're like, oh well, they're not a good team. If you're winning series, that's really all that matters, especially come you know ACC tournament time. Can Clemson make a run in that? You know, are they headed on the right track? I want to say yes. Uh, if you told me, you know, two, three weeks ago, and Thomas kind of touched on this already, no, they were not headed there. You know, me and Thomas would sit here and probably say they were one of the worst teams we've watched in a long time based on how many games they were losing. But being able to rebound, especially in ACC play over the last two weeks, has really been beneficial with this team. I don't want to sit here and, you know, and say tournament or postseason aspirations are high. The postseason aspirations are definitely better and bigger than they were a month ago. And I'm happy to see this team finally pick up their stride. We knew it would be a big change with the uh, with the firing of Monty Lee and the hiring of Eric Bakich. So, I mean, the turnaround seems sooner rather than later. And baseball may be in good hands over the years to come. May not see the result we want to see this season, but the future does look bright. Yeah, for sure. And so, yeah, over the last two weeks, six and two with two ACC series wins is is huge for this this team under a new leadership. Um, back to back ACC wins is is awesome to see. Um, and I kind of think um, a few weekends ago we played Wake Forest, who's a really really good team, and that was at Clemson. Um, we were, we hosted Wake Forest, and we lost all three of those games. Um, and all three of those games were close, hard fought games. We really pushed Wake Forest. And at the time, I was upset that we couldn't steal at least one from them. But looking back now, I think that's kind of what pushed us to where we are. Looks like we're heading right now. Um, I don't want to get into it too too much, um, just because we have a listener question that I failed to mention earlier that involves uh, Clemson baseball. But um, 
So we'll get into what our thoughts are for the rest of the season coming up here soon. But uh, yeah, over over the last little stretch since the last time we talked, um, they started off pretty poorly uh, with a series loss to Duke, then a series loss to Georgia Tech, then a series loss to Wake Forest, and it looked like we were going down a really bad path. And at this point, things have kind of turned in the right direction, and that's uh, really all we can hope for, for for the time being. Yes, completely. And I, I won't keep rehashing on what our listener question will be in a little bit. Um, so, I mean, we can move on and talk about that in a little and a little just, you know, not have to repeat ourselves. For sure. Um, so the last team we have to talk about uh, today is the softball team. And I think me and you actually have some differing opinions about this, but I'll give a little recap on how our softball team is doing currently. They sit at 40 and five. Uh, 16 and four in ACC play and currently ranked, uh, depending on the ranking, somewhere around between six and seven uh, is usually where you'll find the Tigers ranked currently. Um, and yeah, uh, they are a really good team. I'm going to preface what my thoughts are by saying that this is a really good team that has uh, dominated for most of the season with a lot of crazy good players. Um, I, I want to just tune into one game specifically goodness, specifically over the past few weeks, is the South Carolina game at South Carolina in Columbia. Um, Valerie Cagle comes up the bat, top of the seventh, two outs, runs first and second with uh, two strikes, and she hits a home run to take the lead, top seven, down to her last strike. Um, build the statue. Uh, she's, I was about to say, build the statue now. <laughs> yeah, she, she's genuinely one of the greatest Clemson athletes to ever step foot on campus. Um and this this program is 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 an elite elite program, especially considering it's been, it's in, it's in its fourth season. Um, and this is where I'll say, me and Mike, I think dif- uh, different our opinions. Um, the reason I'm a little bit pessimistic about this team, I'm a little bit upset about this team, is that uh, just two weekends ago uh, we hosted Florida State, who is also a top ten program this year, uh, and historically has been one of the great teams in in, in college softball. Um, and so this year, this was the this is the first real series test I feel like we've had. Uh, we've played some good teams here and there, um, but a real series, uh, especially against an ACC opponent, that's really good. This was the first one I'd say. And Florida State ended up sweeping us uh, at McWhorter Stadium. Uh, they took the first game 7-0, second game 4-1, and the third game they won 3-2. Um, I watched a good part of these games, and – there was a fight that was put up, but it seems like when we face a team that has a really solid defense, we don't know how to win. Uh, I go back to our, our first loss of the season against Tennessee, a team that has an elite defense uh, with good pitching. Uh, they don't let up a lot of runs. We can't win games with our defense is what it feels like. Yeah, me and Thomas do differ on this. I I get where you're coming from. I totally do. And the only losses we have are against good teams, really good teams, if that. I mean, I think I could count them all right now. I think it's one against Tennessee, which was a one nothing loss. The sweep to Florida State, which is inexcusable, but you'd sometimes have a downstretch in the season. So, I, again, not the most detrimental. And then they lost a game to NC State this past weekend. I think that's all of them. With that said, um, I have acknowledged in the past – and definitely on one of these podcasts, that the softball team's offense seems to shut off at some at some points in the season. Um, a lot of the times, they're able to get out of that and win games. Um, 
for example, I think they had a one nothing win against Georgia early in the season, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe it wasn't Georgia. Maybe it was a different team. Um, then just last week or two weeks ago, it might have been now. Um, my t- time is kind of fuzzy to me. Um, it came to Valerie Cagle hitting um, a monster home run against South Carolina in Columbia, um, only putting up four runs in that game. And what would have been um, would have been just one run because it was a three one three run shot if I'm not mistaken. And the offense does shut off at times. It does. The defense is where the strength defense and, and pitching, sorry, are the strengths of this team. That can only get you so far when it comes to the postseason. I'm going to look ahead to the postseason. This team is one of the best teams in college softball. There's no hiding that. Good teams at the plate will hit against good teams defensively or good teams that pitch well I should say that hurts Clemson a little bit I do think they can compete with the best teams in the country we've seen it um, against Northwestern early Um, we've seen it against Georgia we've seen it um, in a bunch of other ACC games they only dropped one game to NC State this weekend I mean they still won that series we can't get mad at them over one loss here and there it's it's a lengthy season they play like what 60 something games every year um so I, I don't like the idea, and I'm not trying to combat Thomas here or combat you, I should say, um, and say that this team cannot compete with the top, but I can see the concerns. I, I think I look past the concerns a little bit more than most people, but I really do think that they this this is their year if any year has come. I know they're, they've only been around for four. This is the year they have to win it all, in my opinion, and we shall see. Yeah, I just I have concerns with with playing against the top tier programs. I mentioned to I mean Tennessee is one of our losses. That's that's a top five program in my opinion. Florida State's another one. Um, and the other time I think about that, would, the last time we played like in an elite elite top five program because that's who we should be competing with at this point. Um, that's how good we are. So I'm not saying this to say that our team's bad. I'm saying that when it comes to competing with teams on the same caliber as us, same level as us. I think about the Oklahoma State loss in the postseason last year. Um, that's another one that I feel like uh, if, we, if we're going to win championships, we have to be able to compete with, with teams like that. And right now, I'm not sure we can. I hope we can. Um, but even, even this weekend against NC State, I mean, it wasn't the same dominant team that we're used to seeing. And I know that it's a long season, and you're not always going to play at your best level. Um, but you mentioned that it was a series win. At the end of the day, I can't be upset about that. And I'm not upset about it, but there were still concerns to be had. Uh, that first win that we had um, was a game uh, that we won four to one, and it went into extra innings. And NC State's not a um, – they're not a, like, pushover by any means, but they're not on our level. They're not even close to on our level. Um, they're 15 and 27 on the year, 5 and 11 in ACC play. They're not as good as us. That should have been a series sweep. Um, and so that one loss kind of makes me a little bit upset, um, if I'm being honest. Uh, and then even that South Carolina game, their team that's not as good as us either. Um, and a 4-3 win where they have more hits than us just isn't a good sign. You know, it's it's not that I'm upset that we won. Uh, obviously, I'm happy that we won. But it's, it's like the fashion that we win when we're supposed to be one of the best programs in the country. We shouldn't have a team like NC State or South Carolina getting more hits than us. And, and Game after game is what it feels like. Um, in the most recent NC State game, the one that we that we dropped uh, the other day, I guess it was yesterday, I think, um, 
we had four hits to their six and they had three errors. Um, we couldn't capitalize on the mistakes they made uh, and our bats just weren't alive. And it, that's what worries me. I think this team can be really good and has huge potential. I think this team is is built for uh, the postseason, and I, I'm ex- I'm fully expecting that we get to Oklahoma City. But at this point in time, I just don't know how how far we can make it in the postseason, just because of how many elite elite teams we have to go against and our inability to uh, compete with them at times. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely see both sides of it. We're we're a top five program, and that's why I have my concerns. Because I think that as a top five program, we have to be able to compete with other top five programs. So we can't do that at this point in time, or they haven't proven they can do this. They haven't proven it yet. Um, and so that that's kind of my concerns, but I am also very high on this team and I'm very expectant that they can do big things. I'm just, uh, haven't seen it yet, I guess. It's, it's kind of where I can have my concerns. I get you on that. And I sort of agree. And, and kind of just to look forward to the end of the season here, um, again, as it starts to wind down, about a month left. Or no, less than that. Baseball's about a month. Softball's only like two, three weeks, if I'm not mistaken, Thomas, right? Um, yeah, they have two more series left. Yeah. Um, with that said, I, I think this team is built for the postseason. I think they're I, – I get the concerns. I've already mentioned that the, that the bats shut off um, at certain times, especially against good pitching. And which is sort of expected, but like as a top five team, maybe not so expected. What I see here and what I think has to happen and how I see this team finishing the season, I think their floor is hosting a super or let me rephrase. I think their their floor is making it to the super regionals. I think their ceiling is winning a championship. I don't know where they fall on that spectrum when season comes to an end. I hope this is their lull. These last two weeks are that down point. We're not performing the best we can. And now, you know, let's kick ass the rest of the season. Let's be at the top of our game. Let's be where we were three months ago when the season started, two months ago when the season started. So I I think my hopes are high and Tom's hopes are high as well, even though it doesn't sound like that. This is a top five team in the country. And this is we give football the same treatment. And you guys and you guys haven't heard us talk about them enough. And we will come you know the summer come the fall and come our second episode from this week recapping the spring game um when you're a top program in the country you're gonna get nitpicked and um we're gonna nitpick the softball team just like you know just like we would the football team because uh, again championships are are what we know we can accomplish so we're gonna hold them to that standard you know best is the standard here at clemson and uh, again, I think softball can get there. I really do think they will get there. Again, this is their year, in my opinion. But we will see as the season comes to a close. Yeah, I do want to point out. Yeah, I'm not uh, a softball hater by any means. I I'm definitely want to agree with what Mike's saying. They are, in my opinion, a top five program. And when I'm holding you to that kind of standard, I'm going to find little things I can critique. Uh, you have five losses. I'm going to look into those losses and figure out why. You've had a few close games recently. I'm going to figure out why. And I'm going to say what my thoughts are on it. Um, that's kind of what this podcast is for. But I do see them uh, over the next few weeks. They shouldn't lose another game, uh, in my opinion. They do have to go to Virginia Tech, which will be a tough series. But uh, Virginia Tech's not on our level. Uh, and that would be a great time to, you know, beat up on the Hokies at Next Gen Hokies. But, um, <laughs> yeah, this, this is a team that I, I am very high on. Uh, I just have my concerns that I think are, are pretty valid. And I'm, I'm hoping that I'm wrong. And I'm hoping that this team can, can show up the next – uh, two weeks as the season regular season winds down and get ready for ACC tournament play 
And then obviously postseason play. Um, really, this this team can go all the way to Oklahoma City and make it to the end. I just want to see it happen. And um, the, the past few weeks have been a little bit of a downturn. But I, I also agree with you. I think this could be a lull in the season, which makes sense. Um, it's going to happen at some point for, for most teams. Um, and so I, I'm excited to see where this team can go. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to stop talking about softball now. But they do wrap up their season here next two weeks. They have Pittsburgh this weekend um, and then Virginia Tech next weekend. And then ACC tournament play starts. So um, I'm excited to see how this team can finish up their season. Yeah, um, I think the people who make the softball rankings kind of see this as a lull and not that, oh, this team just can't compete. We would have fallen a lot more after a sweep by Florida State and a um, a loss against NC State if they really thought we couldn't compete anymore. Um, we really only dropped, what, three spots from like four to seven. So I yeah. think that's one plus side. I think the, you know, the experts per se are on the same page as us. And um Oh, I had something else I wanted to mention. Oh, I know what it was. Um, I very well see Clemson hosting a regional um, come this tournament or however that's supposed to be phrased. So, I, again, they're at the top of their game. They're a top team in the country. We're just, you know, as fans, as people who know they can win a championship, we're just here really just picking on them um, just because we know they can do it and because they can do it. And I honestly, and again, I honestly think they will do it. Yeah, for sure. Um, but that'll wrap up that segment of the show, recapping and previewing. Um, hopefully we can get back into a better schedule here soon, uh, talking about individual series and all that kind of stuff and going more in depth and stuff like this. Like I said, we are college students that have busy schedules, so sometimes it's hard. Um, but before we wrap up this show completely, we do have one listener question, and it's from a loyal fan that leaves questions uh, almost every episode, and that is Andrew Alexander. And this week, he asks us um, about the baseball team. He says, thoughts on the Clemson baseball team. They have some momentum, still a tough next few ACC series. Uh, we kind of touched on this a little bit earlier, but I guess I'll give my thoughts on where we stand right now. Um, we're hot right now. I think we have to take advantage of that. Um, we, we have a tough series at NC State coming up this weekend. Um, I would love to, to win that series. Uh, I'm kind of more hopeful that we can just steal a game from them. Um, I think that'd be a great way to do it, go about it. I think this week beating Georgia at home would be huge. Um, and then stealing one from NC State, I think, uh, would be a really big, a really big, uh, I guess, feat for this team uh, as they continue to try to stay hot. Yeah. Uh, again, we already touched on this a little bit and kind of not to keep, you know, saying the word low, because I feel like I've said that a lot more today than I would um, ever. But um, I think that the baseball team's lull was just early in the season. And I, I think I, I think the change at coach and just the change of scheme and, you know, play style and stuff that this team had early on is kind of what is um, – or kind of what held them back early. So kind of what Thomas is saying here, momentum. Um, that's a big thing in my world. <laughs> I love that word. Uh, momentum being hot. This team is hot right now, which no better point in the season to get hot than during the last month, you know, especially during punch time, you know. Really, the main goal is the postseason. No one's gonna, no one's gonna sit here and deny that, especially for Clemson, who knows they could get there, knows they can compete as of you know their history. So I, I think that the baseball team has finally found their stride. They've hit their stride. They're able to compete. I think Coach Backage is ready to um, take that next step and bring Clemson back to the promised land and make them a top ACC program again. Yeah, I definitely agree, and, and I'll say, I think. 
this team was really trying to figure out uh, – or I, I guess this is what I'm trying to get at. They, they've bounced back from wins this season – or from losses, I should say – this season a lot more than they have in past years. I feel like in, in past seasons, we've seen them lose a game and then it turns into four or five. Uh, this team over the last two weekends has lost the opening game of a series and then went back to win that whole series. Um, and so I, I think that gives me hope along with that. They were competing with, I said Wake Forest is a really good team. Uh, I kind of didn't do them justice in saying that they are the second best team in the country currently. Um, and so to, to compete at a high level against that Wake Forest team was really inspiring. I think, um, and then as the season wraps up, I mentioned they have NC State. Um, and NC State currently has dropped out of the top 25. But this is a historically good team that has a lot of talent on it. They just had a rough little stretch here. So hopefully Clemson can take advantage of that um, and, and, and beat up on them. That'd be huge. And then going into the next series in the ACC play, they have Boston College, who is a top 20 team in the country. So it's another really tough series that, you know, winning one of those series would be huge. Uh, not getting swept in those is also, I think, a big deal just to keep competing. <laughs> and then after that series, it's Louisville, who's currently ranked uh, number 12 in the country. Um, so, like, it, it is a really tough stretch for these guys uh, as we get closer and closer to postseason play. Um, but I think the important thing is just to comp keep competing. Uh, if you lose one game, it's not the end of the world. Keep battling. Um, and, and then just keep playing the baseball we've been playing. I think it took a while for us to figure out what our pitching rotation was going to be like, um, who was going to be our, our, our weekly guys that we could lean on. Um, I feel like a guy that's really taken his next step recently is Billy Amick, who had a huge week um, this past week. And so just finding those guys that are going to be difference makers for this team was kind of a problem at first. But I think back, it's just getting to the point where he's figuring this team out. Um, and I'm fully confident that he's going to be able to uh, get us back in – to owning this state when it comes to recruiting and really just gives back to uh, being the dominant program that we have been for so long. Yeah. I, I, again, I think this, this year was just a lot of change all at once. And I think that change is finally starting to show, like you've already mentioned, um, Billy Amick is kind of the shining star, at least of the last few weeks. Um, and I, again, the pitching rotation has shored up. The bullpen has been better. This team is ready to compete for the rest of the season, and I, I think they could very well pull themselves out of the under 500 ACC record they currently have and come out at least in the top, top half of um, the final ACC standings and possibly even make a, a decent run in the ACC tournament. And, you know, the future is bright. Um, I keep saying that, but it really is. So I, I'm excited to watch, you know, the baseball team down in Doug Kingsmore Stadium, um, at least for the rest of the time that I'm, I'm here this semester, but then on, you know, ESPN or on TV the rest of the season. Yeah. And so I hope that answered your question, Andrew. It's kind of a uh, loaded question, but I think to wrap up with me and Michael both saying is there's a lot of hope going on right now, especially with the momentum that we have currently. And we hope that we can keep that up as the season wraps up um, over these next few weeks and tough series, being able to squeak by uh, and just win games, uh, compete at a high level. is kind of all we can ask for from this team. Um, but Unless you have anything else, Mike, I think that's going to wrap us up for, for today. Um, just, I guess, a quick um, point of information here. Um, we will be having another episode come out this week. Um, I think we're shooting for Thursday, if I'm not mistaken, Thomas. Yeah. Um, again, me and Thomas's schedules just don't line up. When he doesn't have exams, I have a ton of them. When Thomas has exams, I don't have anything to do. 
So we've been trying hard to get episodes out to you guys. It just hasn't worked up until now. But we really were excited for this spring game that Clemson football had. And we're excited to, you know, kind of unpack that for you guys and kind of give a very early season preview for our Tigers down in Death Valley. Come on uh, on Thursday when we talk about that. So stay tuned to Next Gen Tigers. Keep keeping up with the Twitter at Next Gen Tigers. And um, we'll be happy to well, not see you guys soon but to have you listen to us very soon. Yeah, for sure. Um, definitely excited to get that podcast out and talk about football. That's kind of the, the big ticket thing here in Clemson and really just college sports in general. So, um, yeah, but with that being said, I think that'll wrap us up for today. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Like, he, like Mike just mentioned a second ago, follow us on Twitter for all updates about anything that is important for the show or just Clemson sports in general. That's at Next Gen Tigers. Once again, that's at Next Gen Tigers. You should give us a follow. Um, But I think that'll do us for today. Uh, From Death Valley to your ears, go Tigers. Go Tigers.